This is a disclaimer. The Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We go hard on 304 so you can understand their nature. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy. Women need to start standing up for themselves. I mean, why are they actually participating in races that are allowing biologically born men to compete against them? I mean, just just form a union or something. <laughs> I say that as somebody who's not fond of unions, but my gosh, take a look at these two transgender cyclists. One to call them gold, the other to call them silver at a cycling event in Chicago. I mean, the only biological female on the podium got third. I, I'm sorry, like, like this is science, guys. This Tessa... Johnson, 25 years old, won first place in the women's single speed and cat half categories. This is at the Chicago Cyclocross Club. And Evelyn Williamson, age 30, placed second in this single speed contest. Okay, ladies, enough, okay? Like, women, stand up for your daughters, stand up for yourselves. We have to come together. Now, talking about gender issues, you can get into all sorts of trouble if you accidentally misgender a trans person, but you can also insult them when you get it right. This person just came into the bar and said, hey, what are your pronouns? You kind of look like a they, them. And (laughs) um, I hated that they were right. You can't win, Soph. <laughs> if someone obviously looks possibly non-binary, you can't kind of acknowledge that. But Risha, do we need to keep acknowledging <laughs> people's pronouns? Do we need to keep doing this in this situation? Is it going, going to come up where you refer to them as they, them? When no, you- I will never refer to someone as they, them because it's just grammatically incorrect. It's ridiculous. President Biden doesn't get that. Um, he's not understanding, as I think the rest of us are, that uh, wokeism and believing that Jews should be able to live, <laughs> they don't really go hand in hand. Otherwise, he wouldn't have gone here in his speech last night when he had the attention of the American public. You know, here at home, we have to be honest with ourselves. In recent years, too much hate has given too much oxygen, fueling racism, the rise of anti-Semitism, Islamic phobia, right here in America. And I know many of you in the Muslim American community, the Arab American community, the Palestinian American community, and so many others are outraged and hearty, saying to yourselves, here we go again with Islamophobia and distrust we saw after 9-11. Do not try to broaden it out and tie it to all your priors on how you think Americans are racist and bigoted and anti-Muslim and so on. It's funny because- America's one of the most corrupt countries. Wait, 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 wait a minute. We'll play that back in a second. Did Joe Biden just compare the problems of Israel to 9-11 when do we even know who was responsible for 9-11 do we know that yet before we even go that route like do we know what happened who was responsible was it because there was a whole bunch of Saudi Arabia uh, the Saudis were involved oh no the uh, didn't they say Yugoslavians were involved And then it was Afghanistan. Oh, wait, Afghanistan. Bin Laden. We'll go after him. So how can he compare 9-11, September 11 attacks, 
I mean, because let's face it, if you got if you got a bunch of if you got a bunch of Middle Easterns running a plane into your building, there's gonna be some hostility. There's gonna be some animosity. Yes, uh, the Muslims and Middle Easterns were treated poorly after 9-11, but it wasn't as if it was done out of nowhere. It was for no reason. Not to say that there really is a reason. But wow. <coughs> Haven't even gotten to the introduction yet. Haven't even gotten into the music, but that just caught me off guard. All right, let's continue with the introduction. President Biden doesn't get that. America's one of the most corrupt countries. Look at this guy, President Biden, biggest criminal I've ever seen. He's a terrible man. The reason I know that is I'm a capitalist. Biden is a communist. So in 2020, Biden gets elected. He beats my friend Donald Trump, very good friend of mine. We're capitalists. But the communists and the socialists and the crooks hate him. I'm an oil guy. I own oil wells like Mr. Tata. See, the rich own commodities. Mm. There was a pipeline running from Canada to the Gulf of Mexico. Biden. Imagine owning an oil well. Jesus Christ. Fuck. You talk about rich overnight? <coughs> like, like, let's say you were responsible for the oil leaving one country in a pop uh, a pipeline underneath sea or however they do it coming into America. If you owned that pipeline, you own a part of America. You're responsible. You're one of the responsibilities of oil, petroleum fuel, gasoline, diesel, all you're responsible for that pipeline. You're sitting on trillions of dollars. I might be over exaggerating, at least in the billions. That off. What does that mean? I was selling oil in those days for thirty dollars a barrel. Went to hundred thirty a barrel. That's dollars. I knew exactly what Biden was doing. He was going to destroy the middle class. So there'd be two classes of people: rich, and everybody else poor. So Biden is one of these guys here, and this man here is a capitalist. It's very bad in America, but I don't tell you that. So if you think about what he's saying. Hold up, man. I, I I don't know what's wrong with my fucking car and why these buttons aren't responding. But if you think about it, there is some sense to that because <coughs> capitalists don't strive off of the poor. They strive off of the middle class. So in order for the country to work, there would have to be a middle class. It's not what people think where it's like, you have the haves and the have-nots. That's what it's becoming. That's how socialism works. You got the people that have everything and the people that have nothing. But then the people at the top will say, well, everybody's equal to a little bit of nothing. And everybody's just happy about that. Capitalist looks at the middle class and goes, well, the middle class is how this country survives. The blue collar workers is how this country survives. Let's focus on them. Let's stop taking away their jobs. Let's start bringing jobs to these people so we can build up the economy. I mean, it's it's pretty simple. But if you got jobs being taken away by the globalists, by Biden, by Hillary, and you got all these companies moving out of country, then then, then where's the opportunity for the country? American owned. Created in America, 
now shipped to China, now shipped to Japan, um, now shipped to Indonesia. And what do you got? You got chaos, people losing their jobs. You know what I mean? It's all and and in reality, if you ask me, and I've said this before, these countries coming together <coughs> and communicating together, that's not that's not good for us. If they're able to make something where it's like we we got the gold standard now, we don't want your currency. Your currency is obsolete. Your currency is useless. The American dollar will fall. Then they got to come up with the ideas. They'll call up Bill Gates like, hey, what's that project you had for that microchip that we can use for money? And that's how it's going to kick off. You know. Anyway, back to the music, man. America's one of the most. And it's Saturday. And it's Saturday. I want to let y'all know that. The weekend is finally here. Even though it's raining, I called it. I knew it was going to rain. But I'm back.
They want the crème de la crème, the chat de la chat. Ready? You have the cameras rolling? They want the crème de la crème, the chat de la chat. We need to build a wall. Jersey, Judah. Hey, yo. Saturday's here. I predicted this yesterday morning doing the episode for the afternoon towards evening. I just knew that because it's Saturday, because it's my day off, it was going to rain. So I wasn't surprised when I woke up, looked outside and said, oh, it's cloudy again. Oh, there goes the rain. Not a big deal. Y'all know what it is, man. I'm on top of this shit. I, I didn't have to look at the weather to know. Like, okay, weekends here, two days to myself, of course it rains. Jersey, Judah, and I'm back. What another episode, another edition, a political edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel, right? All right, so... <clears throat> it's late. Well, it's not late, but I just don't, you know, like during the weekdays, I got work just like everybody else, mostly, right? Niggas at work. What the? You know how it gets. You know what I'm saying? I try to wake up and start recording before 1030. Because during the workday, 1030 in the morning, can give me two solid hours if I want. More recently, I've been doing two-hour episodes, but I've been breaking it down to 40-minute segments. The reason I do this, for people that want to know, is that I know two hours is a lot. If I break it down into three segments, then you can listen to one segment at a particular time, and then the other segments you can listen to whenever you want. Plus, I got a lot of shit to talk about, and I don't like to minimalize myself. On the weekends, though, uh, I have a schedule of doing whatever the fuck I want. Um, I don't plan nothing. The goal, the secret of being happy, man, I want to tell you something. It's a secret, and I'm not even joking. For men that's over 30, stop planning shit. And I don't mean like, don't plan, like not to say that, oh, I don't, I was going to get a job, but I'm not planning it. No, get a fucking job. That's double, get a job, be, be employed. One, number one, step one, be employed. You're employed. Cool. Whether you're working at McDonald's, whether you're working at a car wash, whether you're working in a store, a grocery store, whether you're working in a school, whether you're working in an office, you're working one. When you reach 30, All plans are set, meaning what you plan, you should have been planning 25. Stop planning when you're 30, unless you really have admirations and plans and goals like, okay, I want to own this. I want to have this. I want to invest in this. That's a different plan. Planning with people is what I'm talking about. Creating plans with other people. Oh, we're going to do this on this date, that date, this date. Yeah, make sure this. No, don't plan. Just do. If you got time on your hands to do something, don't plan it. Go, all right. 
Like, like it's 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 so simple. It sounds like I'm saying nothing, but I'm saying everything right now. Like people don't understand other people's schedule and things and problems and situations. <clears throat> so with me, I've always done things by myself effectively. Like, hey, I want to record. Cool. I get a chance to record. If I want to skate for a bit, if I want to exercise for a bit, I'll go and do that. If I want to make music, I'll go and do that. No people are needed. No people are required to do those things. And both activities are good mentally and physically. You see what I mean? But when you plan things or when you try to bring other people, and this is the thing, like, when you try to bring other people into your plans or into your activities, you know what I'm saying? That's kind of when it ruins it, right? Like, I podcast. I got friends. Do I want to podcast with all of my friends? Absolutely not. No, I don't. It just sounds like a disaster. Uh, oh, I have one friend who will only talk about video games, which is cool. I talk about video games, too. I nerd out with him. Another friend, all he does is talk about bitches. Now, I could do an episode just talking about bitches. Bitches I'd fuck. But that's immature. I'm 35. But I, I would still do it because I'm immature and I'm 35. Um, but, like, I'm not, I'm not really concerned about like getting or gathering people like, oh, I'm going to grab, I'm going to gather these people and we're going to go on my platform and we're going to talk about whatever. If people, and this is my thing, and this is what I'm doing for now on, the people that I record with have, this is where I, y'all have to have a plan. Y'all got to plan something out. You know, cause I hate, I don't like um, doing podcasts with people and being like, all right, we're going to talk about this and then we're going to talk about that because it's kind of like, well, you're kind of a guest. Well, what do you want to talk about? You see what I mean? But no planning. I'm not planning nothing. I plan the episodes here and there, but I throw in a lot of audibles. I like to switch things up. I don't want to be too organized. I know that sounds stupid for some people. But some people are just stupid. All right. Anyway. Speaking of unorganized. <clears throat> jam-packed episode. Politically charged episode. Would I call this a politically charged episode? Probably. Just from the intro. I mean, we're hearing talks about different genders. We got Megan Kelly spazzing out. I mean, pretty nice shorts for the introduction, I must say. Four bi- Four videos, guys. Four videos, 32 minutes, 15 seconds. Don't worry, I'm not going to waste too much time because I'm breaking this down into 40-minute segments. So that would be a whole lot easier to deal with. Uh, Cher says that she's she's going to leave the United States. Cher, the singer, like, this old bitch. Like, who cares? I'm surprised she's still alive, and I'm not even trying to be mean. Most bitches in her era are long gone. All right. But here we got share. And this is a good sign for America. When you start hearing celebrities say, well, Trump gets elected and I'm leaving. You know, they're scared. If they're they got a reason to be scared. If they're talking like that, pay attention. So we got share. And that's from uh, Benny Johnson. We got Huckabee Sanders. 
standing up for women and saying enough's enough. This anti-woke shit in Congress will not happen. All right. Shout out to her. Uh, The women on the right, the women on the right doing right because they're on the right, which is right. What the? Then we got uh, CNN destroyed live on air. Um, these, these people in Palestine, I don't know if they're terror. I don't know these people, so I don't, I'm not going to talk ill about them. The Palestines are just nuking, talking. Sh- I, I, well, let me take that back. No nukes are involved. Let me just bring that back. Like they are, um, disrespecting CNN. So they've, they've disrespected CNN live. So we're going to go through that. That's also from Benny Johnson. And then. Finally, we have Elon exposes the government. Elon Musk exposes the government. And that is from Trish Regan. I always thought it was Reagan, but then I realized her name isn't spelled Reagan. It's Regan. It's actually spelled Regan. What the? I'm black. Anyway, uh, we got a lot of shit to go over. Let's not waste any time. Let's go over this senseless celebrity Holly weird bitch share. As she declares she will leave the United States of America if and only if Trump is elected president. Bye. Go home to mommy. Go home to mommy. What's up, guys? It's your boy, Benny. There's a lot of war and horrors going on all over the world and all over America right now. And so it is great to bring you good news. I love it when I get like a little nugget, little sink my teeth into a bit of good news to lighten your day. And here, ladies and gentlemen, I have some of the best news that we have heard in a very long time. Fair promises that she shall leave America if Donald Trump wins again the presidency. So, like, I, I, I'm going long on this, about as long as Cher's face, but I'm going I'm going long on this bet and saying, please, please, God, like, let this be the thing that pushes Donald Trump over the top. I agree. Let's continue. All of us vote in unison in order to get Cher and every other mewling celebrity out of this country. Immediately. 77-year-old superstar Immediately. her Christmas album with The Guardian. But in this discussion... 77 years old. Bitch, kick rocks. You're the age of Trump. Do you know that, Cher? You're the age of Trump. Look at Trump and look at you. Brought up Donald Trump, of course, because it is... It is impossible for people who have been celebrities since night. Here's a photo of her in 1966. Got it. Okay, great. Cause America has been so bad to you. You're, you're, you're so, Oh God. Oh, what is this dot? Like the, 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 ugh. Oh my God. Like the dominatrix, the dominatrix look not great. Okay. Um, <clears throat> share at one time. If you look back, she was fuckable, I guess. You know, it's difficult as a man in the year 2023 saying that a bitch was fuckable back in 66 when I wasn't born until 88. But it is what it is. You see what I mean? Um, A lot of these old decrepit bitches, I mean, they were something popularity wise, entertainment wise, talent wise. But now the wells run dry 
this old 77 year old bitch is putting out Christmas albums still. Are you what the what is going on? Sit like really what the look two months away from like like two months away from Christmas. What what is today? What is today, by the way? Two months, two months and four days away from Christmas. By the way, insane year so far, right? I just want to say that. An insane year. All right. This old decrepit bitch is talking about a Christmas out. Her old 77-year-old ass need to go into a fucking retirement home. I'm tired of these old celebrity bitches. Sick of it. There's one thing that dominates Beat it. Cher's life, and that is, of course, hatred for Donald Trump. Cher says here in the article, she's equally horrified at the possibility of Trump regaining power. Good. It's almost, I almost got an ulcer the last time, she said. If you get that, who knows? This time, I will leave the country. Good. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> Adios. Come on, I promise, this time. She's been tweeting up yet another storm lately about the issues that faces Armenians as tensions flare with new waves of violence. And with his neighbor, Azerbaijan, Cher's birth father was Armenian. And though she didn't have much of a relationship with her, she's developed strong identification. Uh, wow. Interesting how they uh, interesting how they change. They, 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 they totally gloss over the fact that this is the persecution of Christians by Muslims. This is the total and complete uh, uh, cleansing of an entire region. Well, you have people that are anti-God, anti-religion. Then why would they give a shit? They won't. They don't care. You think these highly weird people give a shit? They all worship Baphomet. They're Satanists. They're Satanists. Why would they care uh, about, you know, innocent Christians being slaughtered somewhere else? This goes to a lot of these fucking atheists, too. Well, the only people, the only reason why people care is because these people are Jewish or these people believe in God. Yeah. And that's a problem. You fucking cocksucker. That's a problem. You go jump off a fucking bridge. Christians uh, via the Muslim religion. So they just totally gloss over that. Got it. Got it. Okay. So Cher is going to be out of the country. Out of the country. So, ladies and gentlemen, Joe, vote for Joe Biden to keep this person in the country. What will we be without this? As a matter of fact, hold up, because I didn't want to sound too pro-Israel uh, or too pro-American. That's the same for Muslims. Why would we as Christians or people that identify as Christian? I don't, but I, I would put myself in the category if it comes to specific beliefs from a specific text, why would Christians and God-fearing men of this country celebrate innocent Muslims, innocent um, children who happen to be Muslim being killed and slaughtered and bombed? It's wrong both ways, no matter what religion you are. dominatrix in our nation. Don Jr. is saying everyone wins in response to this. <laughs> I totally agree. Celebrities who said they'd leave America if Trump was elected and didn't. Uh-oh, Fox News has the receipts. Here's from 2016. Let's see here. How many of these frauds are there? Chelsea Handler, Snoop Dogg, Miley Cyrus are among uh, many celebs who said they'd leave the country. Some A-listers said they'd go Miley to Canada. Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. Snoop Dogg. Okay. 
Miley Cyrus, Snoop Dogg. Who gives a fuck? Snoop Dogg wasn't popping since 2005. Fuck Snoop Dogg. Miley Cyrus is a raspy-voiced slut who twerks little turkey ass, twerking her turkey ass on stage, trying to get in with the blacks. That's what that's what Miley Cyrus is. Some would say she's a culture vulture. I would agree, but I don't like to use that term unless I use it world. Like if I use it all around, like culture vulture isn't a racist term because I believe that blacks are indeed culture vultures as well. Black people have taken things from uh, whites and have not acknowledged them for it. The fashion. It's funny because you'll you'll have all these blacks, the blacks, you'll have all these blacks, right? And they're all dressed like, like punk rock kids. They got the tight jeans. They got the chains swinging from their pants. They got the spiked uh, headband, uh, hand, uh, what was it, armbands and shit. But they hate, they hate white people, but they're dressed as if they're going to a mosh pit. Like, I don't get it. Led Zeppelin shirts, Ozzy Osbourne shirts, Black Sabbath shirts, Pink Floyd shirts, uh, even Rage Against the Machine shirts. They don't know that these things that they're wearing are bands and music that they don't even like. But everybody else is wearing it. So they got to wear it. Culture vultures all around. Now, all these celebrities that's leaving, like, listen, I don't give a fuck. Jump off a bridge. Fuck y'all niggas. Seriously. Why would people, even if you're a fan of Snoop, even if you're a fan of Miley Cyrus, even if you're old as dirt, old as the Old Testament itself, and you're the age of Cher. Okay. They live a life that you don't live. That's the point I'm making. They pay an amount of taxes that you don't pay. All right. They live in a house that you don't live in. Their lifestyle, what they spend, how they spend. Most of these celebrities aren't affected by the inflation, which is why they're open about supporting Biden and keeping Trump out of office. They don't have to worry about these obligations that we have to worry about. So again, I ask you people, why would you give a fuck about what these celebrities think? South Africa over South Africa? Really? Okay. Yeah, got it. Snoop Dogg, go to South Africa. Yeah, Let's see stay. how well that works out for and you. Stay there. Handler 45 says that she stay would there. stay in an interview <laughs> if Trump got elected. Mm, okay. The, I mean, the, uh, this is this is why you if I was a celebrity I, this is why I wouldn't be a celebrity. If I was a, a celebrity, I would troll everybody. I would start off by saying, first of all, if Trump is elected, if Trump is reelected, I'm asking for a job. <laughs> if Trump is reelected, people, I'm asking for a position. Like, help a nigga out. You know what I mean? You claim to help out the blacks anyway, which he does. He's he's helped out the blacks 
more than Biden, more than Obama, damn sure more than Clinton. Clinton incarcerated the most blacks, didn't help the most blacks. Okay? Let me look that shit up. Y'all know what I'm talking about, bitch. Bitch. All right? Hold up. Where's my where's my nigga at? Free speech, bitch. Hold up. <laughs> Free speech, bitch. Bitch. Hold up. Hold up. Free speech, bitch. You feel me? Fuck out of here. Fuck him. Fuck him. Don't ask me. <clears throat> what do I think about Donald Trump? You know, Donald Trump's a racist. Donald Trump's homophobic. Donald Trump's a misogynist. No. 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 Donald Trump is an alpha male. Donald Trump is a leader. You, sir, liberal, are a beta. 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 All right. All the Democrats. All you Democrats. I'm a straight Democrat. All you Democrats. I'm a straight Democrat. Need to fucking leave the country. How about that? Get the fuck out. All right? Y'all niggas want to go around, do all this type of pro-Africa shit. I'm black. I'm telling y'all niggas go, go to Africa. I'm not telling you to go back to Africa because you niggas don't even belong in Africa. What the? You are an American black. All right? You are a Negro, sir. Hello, you, the black man. You are a Negro. You are not, unless you got, hey, you, you can have the heritage. You could, I could be wrong, but most niggas in America are not even African, bro. Are we really going to sit back and pretend that this shit is like, like, really, think about it. Africans don't like niggas. I'm going to say that again. Hold on. I don't think y'all heard me. I don't think y'all heard me. One second. Hold up. African Africans. Not African-American. African Africans don't like niggas. They don't like the blacks. They don't. Never like the blacks. Look into the ancestral aspect of slavery. There were high-level blacks. I'm going to say that again. They were high-level blacks in Africa. The rulers, they didn't like the, the, the peasant blacks. They, they're the ones that sold them niggas to the Europeans and Arabs. Stop it. Read a fucking book. Stop. Illogical, uneducated, unethical. Crack babies. That's what these motherfuckers are. Crack babies. Uneducated. And they're like, they're distorted by their variation of reality. 
their variation of reality is Trump's a criminal, Trump's a crook, Trump's a bad guy, Trump's the reason why all this is happening, Trump's the reason why COVID-19 happened, and not looking at Trump's the reason why the economy was where it was, Trump's the reason why your dumbass got a fucking check. You see what I mean? What Biden, did Biden give y'all niggas a check? I'm still trying to figure that one out. Did Biden give y'all the PPP loans? Did Biden give y'all the uh, stimulus? The stimmies? Y'all niggas ain't get shit out of Biden, but dicked over. Dicked y'all over. And now Biden administration, they're aiming at Trump heavy. They trying to get him up out of here. About to go to jail, jail. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> About to go to jail, jail. Hold up, hold up. About to go to jail, jail. About to go to jail, jail. <laughs> you know what I mean? They trying to lock... They trying to lock my nigga Trump up. You understand me? <laughs> they trying to lock that nigga up. You feel me? That can't happen. All right. Don't matter who's showing up. FBI, open up. You know what I mean? If Trump got to get busy, Trump got to get busy. You feel me? <laughs> Let me stop playing, man. Let me stop cooning. Got Trump. Cooning. Here's Cher. <laughs> if you were to be elected, I'm moving to Jupiter. Yes. <laughs> Look at this. Here's a tweet from 2015. <laughs> Donald Trump. Look at this. Oh, man. This is too good. No picture. Oh, okay. I'll definitely no move this time. I'll definitely move this time. John Stewart said he oh, would Jesus. consider going to another planet. Samuel Jack. You know what's funny about John Stewart, Samuel L. Jackson, all these other fucking irrelevant people, like irrelevant people, really irrelevant people. John Stewart was one of these little liberals that was on Comedy Central for a while, had his little show, whatever, whatever. He was very popular during, in my opinion, he was very popular during um, the Bush, uh, W. Bush administration especially throughout after 9-11 and a little bit going past that. Stephen Colbert came. Did he come like towards the end or the middle of the 2000s? And had his uh, Comedy Central show at first. Either way, um, Jon Stewart was known for like the anti-Bush shit, which I agree with a lot of what he said. The problem was he didn't he ignored a lot of the bullshit with Obama, just like a lot of other people on the left. They ignored um, the misjudgments, the countless mistakes on behalf of the Obama administration. I get it. He black. He black. But that nigga didn't care about blacks. He didn't care. Tell you one thing. Trump only proved one thing, and that was that Obama didn't give a fuck about niggas like that. You feel me? $250 historical black colleges and universities annual deal. Trump administration. Biden came in, got rid of that. Obama administration only gave, I believe, 2.4 or 2.4 or 2.8 million to historical black colleges and universities. You have a multi-million, hundred million dollar deal annually by Donald Trump to the HBCU versus only 
2.4 to 2.8 million as a whole to HBCU. Wake up. And chose South Africa as his location. Uh, I'm moving back to South Africa, he said on Jimmy Kimmel Live. Barbara Streisand said she would move to Canada or Australia. Bye-bye. Amy Schumer. Good. Joked on BBC News Night. That hey, can can she take Chuck with her? Can, can Chuck go with her as well? Please? Change because I'll need to learn to speak Spanish because I'll move to Spain or somewhere. Oh, they've really thought this through. First of all, that's the most retarded thing. Um, in Spain, most people speak French. You stupid cunt whore retard. That's that's number one, and I'm and I, and I'm really angry about that because how uneducated and retarded do you have to be to say, well, people speak Spanish in Spain because Spain Spanish. See, no, 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 you idiot. Christ, what the fuck, man? What the fuck? <sighs> Segment one done. Segment two on the way to be continued. Stay tuned. I mean, look, I'm just caught. I'm caught off guard with the shenanigans, the horse shit. I really am. This dumb bitch said, hold up. Y'all do know in Spain, a majority of the people speak French, right? Y'all do know this. Y'all, I, I hope you understand this now. If you don't know it, now you know. They don't speak Spanish. A majority of the people do not speak Spanish. They speak French. Fuck. It's beyond my comprehension if Trump were to win. It's crazy. <laughs> Brian Cranston. Oh, yeah. Said he would move. Brian Cranston, also known as Heisenberg, Walter White, Breaking Bad, also in uh, Arrested Development, I think. Or no, was it Malcolm? One of them fucking shows, whatever. Good actor, but fuck you and fuck your politics, dog. Like, seriously. Just like Snoop. Decent music. Fuck you and your political beliefs, my nigga. You don't know nothing about politics. Respectfully. Fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Um, like I said, Breaking Bad star. Brian Cranston, right? Good for you. Good role. Your opinions on politics, I can care less about, dude. Keep making films, you fucking circus clown. You, you know, these fucking celebrities are nothing more than circus clowns, right? You know, I really hate to bang on the celebrities and bang on Hollywood, but I'm going to have to. You know, these people are fucking delusional. You do know that, right? You do know all these people, the list of people that we're talking about leaving the country the first time Trump got elected, stayed in the country. They just kept bickering and bitching. Like rebellious teenage weirdos. School shooters. Well, we got to do something. This guy has to leave. He's a problem. He's the reason why we're doing this and doing that. No, you're, you're doing that because you're unstable, bitch. Especially a lot of you liberal bitches, bitch. You're a feminist liberal bitch. Men don't want to be around you. A lot of women with fucking common sense don't want to be around you. You're a fucking bitch. 
what you eat don't make me shit. Right? So what you are saying about the former president, what you're saying about the current president, what you felt about the president before that, Obama, doesn't mean a goddamn thing to me. Okay? Now, I'm only saying this in terms of how I react and the things that I believe and my opinions that still belong to me that wasn't given to me. This wasn't a script. There wasn't a manifesto that I had to read to understand what I understand today. And I don't need the fucking tribalism uh, that's purely race-related where most of the shit that's race-related is all pretty much programmed and 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 given to y'all by left media, by mainstream media. Fuck that shit, man. But the people who are the sheeple, the, the sheep, the seals out there, the minions who do as they're told, they don't question nothing. You understand? They don't question nothing. Like I said, it's typical. Sit back. Do as you're told. This person's bad. The other person's good. No corruption with the Ukraine is going on. You know, Trump's still a racist. You know, migrants in this country are good. While the economy is in the fucking toilet. Do as you're told. These are the type of people that I don't associate with. These are the type of people that I stay as far away from as possible. I want no communications with these women. um, Who think like this. Women who think like this are absolutely pathetic. Because guys, I'm not a gay. So I don't want to be around a bunch of men all the goddamn time. See, that's to me, that's gay. And I'm not gay. So I'm not cool with it. If you're if you were a gay, then that would be cool. That would be your thing. Like, wow, I'm with a bunch of men. I don't care about being around a bunch of guys. I don't care about being accepted by a bunch of guys. I don't care about being accepted by a bunch of people in general. You feel me? This is like a this is like an outlaw podcast. You know, you know me, I'm just like when I go to work. I listen to a variety of different people, man. Whether it's, I used to live. I used to listen to Kevin Samuels a lot. He did, because a lot of his shit was entertaining when he would uh, cuss bitches out. Um, now I'm listening to a lot of Jim Cornette. Just uh, world known, should be a world known, definitely known nationwide, uh, wrestling promoter. Was he ever? Yeah, he was a promoter wrestling promoter, but mostly known as a manager, started as a photographer. Um, He would talk about the wrestling companies in the past, the territories. And I constantly bring it up because it's fascinating to me. I grew up like in the, in the time of wrestling, there was like uh Rowdy, Rowdy, uh, Rowdy, Rowdy Piper, uh, Rowdy, Rowdy Piper, um, Macho Man, Randy Savage, Ultimate Warrior, Rick Rude, um, 
people like that growing up. And my uncle was a mark, big time wrestling fan, right? And and he trained himself to become a wrestler. I think he made it on uh, the uh, 500. What do they call it? Uh, I think it's the Power 500. The 500 uh, known uh, wrestlers or whatever. So he really put me on game growing up, learning about particular wrestlers because I've always seen WWF. Even at my uncle's house growing up, I've never seen, I've seen WCW less than a handful of times. And it wasn't pay-per-views. It was like when Nitro went on, not Nitro, when Monday Night Raw went on break, my uncle would put on Nitro just to see what was going on. And then if he noticed nothing was going on, he'd go right back uh, to Monday Night Raw. And I always thought that these wrestlers just came from that promotion. You see what I mean? Because I thought like a job... Like every, like a normal job, you go to the boss and go, hey, you know, I'm skilled at this and that. I, I, I growing up, I just, I was just dumb. I thought they actually did like, like resumes and shit. Like, well, here's my resume and whatever. But as I got older, I realized that that wasn't the case. And there was regional wrestling and regional wrestling was like, it's almost like, it's like the NFL if you think about it, it's the best thing ever because it was like the NFL. But instead of particular states, you had states like Texas that was known for professional wrestling. You had states like Florida that was known for uh, professional wrestling. Um, you had places in Georgia that was known for professional wrestling. But there were regions. And these regions represented a particular co- uh, company and a promotion and every now and then both two promotions one promotion say from georgia and another promotion from texas they may they may do a show or they may be close friends with one another or know each other from from previous days of promotion and they're able to trade wrestlers and have their top baby face their top good guy go to Georgia and the, the top heel from Georgia will go to Texas and it would shift back and forth. And then they would have a pay-per-view or what would be called, what would be later called pay-per-view or now called paid live event with both companies, both, both States pretty much representing their promotion. And maybe it was like a class of champions or um, something like that. Some clash one side versus the other side type of activity. I represent an outlaw promotion. Like my promotion, you're not going to find my promotion. You're not going to find my podcast everywhere. Right? You're not going to hear this voice everywhere. I'm not doing videos everywhere. I'm not going on YouTube and fucking with those niggas. Fuck YouTube. MGTOW TV shit coming soon. I, that's all I'm saying. MGTOW.TV coming soon. I'm going to have the link on one of these episodes. I'm going to do an introduction video. And then we're going to see where it goes from there. But this is this is outlaw shit. See what I mean? This ain't this ain't um this is pirate radio activity. You know what I'm saying? Pirate radio activity. If Trump won yeah, I would definitely move, says Brian Cranston. Get out of here. Uh Kick Cyrus. Rocks. Miley Cyrus. Whore, get said out. Whore. That my heart is broken without a reason. I'm moving. Whore. 
whore. Wait, where's this bitch at? Fucking get this whore out of here. Whore. Slut. Slut. Get out of here. You fucking bimbo. You know, this is the same woman that's, that was corrupting these young, innocent girls that grew up watching Miley Cyrus um, as Hannah Montana. You see what I'm saying? And I'm going to just tell y'all, I'm going to tell y'all niggas straight up, this is why this bitch is corrupted. She had a show, Hannah Montana, on the Disney Channel. So there's a lot of girls today who are sluts. There's a lot of girls today who are sluts and they grew up watching Hannah Montana. Why am I saying this? What? Why does this matter? You may be asking yourself. Well, for a number of reasons. She later would go on to be twerking, smoking marijuana and bullshitting on stage as a musician, corrupting the innocent young minds of, in some cases, preteens, let alone teenagers. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. Or put it in your favorite blunt and um, joint paper like I do and smoke it that way. It hits different. You feel me? <laughs> it hits different. Okay? That's what it does. It hits different. I'm going to say that one more time with the sound effect. It hits different. Nigga. My president. I'm a, Lena Dunham. Yeah, said this, she would move. Who's this? Who's Man, if we have Lena Dunham and Amy Schumer out of our country, get that bitch out. I mean, she ain't funny. One, what would that do for grocery? What would that do for? We already talked about the the female comedians, and we're about to move on because I don't give a fuck about these Holly weird celebrities. Basura. All right. You got these demonic destructive, narcissistic, weak-minded, pathetic celebrities telling you, if Trump's elected, then I'm leaving the country. And what do you think that's, what do you think, and I'm asking this because I'm, I'm trying to make a point. What do you think that's supposed to do, Right. Brian Cranston, Breaking Bad, popular, very popular. One of my favorite uh, TV series. Take nothing away from his ability to act. His political opinions, I can give two shits about. And I'm sure he would feel the same about me if he knew who the fuck I was to begin with. You see where I'm getting at? Why would I let these people dictate what I believe? Because they believe it. Suck a dick. I don't give a shit. Listen, I listen to Jim Cornette. I, I mentioned Jim Cornette again. I listen to Jim Cornette. He does five-hour show. Well, he has compilations that are five hours of him just talking shit about wrestling. I can listen to whatever Jim Cornette talks about, especially when it comes to, like, Smoky Mountain Wrestling and all of, like, when he talks about the feuds back in the 70s, the way that he talks about it, you know what I mean? Easy to listen to, right? Even when he jumps into politics and he's a liberal, he's a so-called independent. That's a fucking pile of horseshit. Nigga was sucking Obama's dick. 
this country Western, the country fucking Klansman sounding white guy was a huge liberal, bleeding liberal, still talks about Trump to this day. That crook needs to be locked up. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? This nigga sound like some dukes that has, like, I'm telling you, man, Klansman activity. This guy, Trump, needs to get locked up. He's a piece of shit. He's a criminal. You know what I'm saying? He spurs out. That's when I tune him out. Like, all right, I'll skip. Because I don't I don't need to hear a white man tell me that Trump's a racist. I'll slap the shit out of all y'all. You feel me? Y'all do a whole lot more racist shit. And y'all somehow get away with calling another, man, uh, another white man a racist. I don't understand you people. I don't. I don't understand it. Because y'all really be saying some racist shit. But y'all believe that you have the people protecting you, you can say it. Bill Maher. I'm a house nigga. Remember that? I'm a house nigga, right? <laughs> I want to get that. You know what? I'm going to grab that. Nah, I'll, I'll, I'll grab it later. I'm a house nigga. I'm going to get that from uh, Bill Maher when he called himself a house nigga. And everybody was like, ooh, ooh, yeah. Ice Cube came, had to talk to him. Like, yo, man, pump your fucking brakes. See, me, I would have came there. I would have chin-checked him. I would have shattered his fucking jaw. You understand? Not because he said the word nigger, just because I don't like Bill Maher, that's all. It would be for no other reason. That would have just been an excuse for me to do it. Me, personally, I don't give a fuck what a white person says nigger, in my opinion. Be honest with you. As long as that shit is away from away from my um that that's not aimed and directed at me, I don't give a fuck, personally. But but everything ain't for everybody. What can I say? You know? Fuck them. Um these celebrities can kick rocks. I'm not playing the rest of this. These niggas are cocksuckers, pieces of shit. Um fucking Devil worshipping, Baphomet worshipping, eyes wide shut, party going, demons. How about that? We'll do that. Cock sucking, Holly weird demons. Quote that. All right. These fucking Holly weird pedophiles. There's there's a lot of pedo activity, also within the Holly weird. <laughs> Celebrity, celebritard, all right? We got the celebritard, pedophilia going on, a lot of spiciness. What, what happened to that guy from uh, from that 70s show? Uh, what happened to that guy that was uh, dealing with the underage broads on that 70s show? Eliminated. Mission failed. Gone. 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 He he gone. He gone. You know what I mean? All these predators, professional predators, masquerading as your favorite celebrity. What do I talk about? What did I used to talk about on here a lot, which I'm going to talk about again briefly right now? What do I talk about a lot here? 
idolatry, right? Idol worship. Idol worship. And for men looking at these bitches putting pussy on a pedestal is idolatry, nigga. Fuck you talking about. Translate it into modern text. <laughs> putting pussy on thy pedestal is, in fact, idolatry. All right? Putting thy pussy on thy pedestal Simping, guys, simp, simping is a sin. Being a cuck, cuck is a sin. Tap dancing for the Democratic Party. Cooning is a sin. Cooning, all right? fuck you talking about man sick of this shit i'm done i'm not i'm not i'm not going through that anymore i'm sick of it fuck share fuck these holly weird celebrities they ain't shit i don't worship a soul do you understand i don't worship a soul on planet earth you got it fuck your opinions about politics I'm voting for Trump because I don't like you people. <laughs> you guys are the reason I'm voting for Trump. Thank you, by the way. I appreciate it. Keep doing what you're doing. Your shenanigans is going to continue to wake other people up. They'll go, oh, well, he's a good actor, but I'm still voting for Trump. He can suck a dick. We don't care about your politics. You live a life that many people cannot imagine, right? So why would we go by what you're saying when we're not living the way that you're living? This isn't a race issue. This is simply a class issue. This is the establishment. The establishment has their mules. Their mules are their celebrities, their entertainers, their athletes. If they need an entertainer, if they need an athlete, if they need a nigga to go out there and tap dance for the Democratic Party, they'll get a nigga. And they will tap dance. They will cut the rug. They will do the electric slide. They will do the stinky leg for the butter biscuit. Because that's what they do. They're useless. Influencing outside of their craft. Influencing outside of their craft. What do I mean by that? Well, when a celebrity or an athlete becomes political, he has his pull because he's a celebrity. Some people can say the same thing about Trump. It's it actually I actually am aiming this towards Trump. Trump became who Trump was because he was a celebrity. That being said, because he was a celebrity, these people didn't think that he was capable of running the country. They didn't think that this shit was even real. They thought it was a joke. The celebrities, 
There's no way Donald Trump will get elected. There's no way Donald Trump can get elected. There's no way Donald Trump can get elected. There's no way Donald Trump. It's all, it, it, I'm spurging out right now, but really, I'm getting sick of these people. Fuck these niggas. Especially niggas. I'm sick of these niggas. <laughs> sick of them. All of them. What do you guys say about Trump? Oh, he a racist, and he said a lot of things about the Mexicans. Mexicans don't give a shit about you either, nigga. What the fuck are you talking about? You ever seen L.A., nigga? fuck are you talking about? When did all this black and brown shit begin anyway? That's what I want to know. I know on the economic level, because I'm about to school y'all niggas real quick. I know on the economic level... Los Angeles, California was bad for the black community once once the Hispanics got in. Because the Hispanics got in and they were very disrespectful and they weren't willing to assimilate to the Western culture, Americanized Western culture. They want to speak all this other shit. You know what I mean? Go to the schools. Now they're clicking up. They're creating gangs. And yes, the black gangs were also bullying these Hispanics that became gangs themselves. But that is deep. Outside of gang culture, the jobs. In some cases, they were literally firing black people to hire, in some cases, the illegal aliens. But that's another topic Um for another discussion. I don't want to I don't want to go too deep. This could be a critical political theory type of episode. I might call it that. Cuz I don't got nothing else to call this shit. It's no longer it's no longer Saturday morning. It's actually uh 12:30 in the afternoon. So there's that. No morning show. So there's that. Uh <laughs> 25 close to 25 minutes in. Uh part 2 of this uh of this shenanigans here. Um, we're going to go to uh, Huckleberry, this um, Republican bitch. No disrespect. I use that as a term of endearment in this case because I'm talking about a reasonable Republican rather than a delusional Democrat. Um, this bitch, once again, term of endearment. I just like to use that word. This bitch, right, um, and her goons, she had goons when she went on stage. It was like 30 bitches that was behind her. This bitch looked like a fucking evil empire. If this was feminism, this would have been a threat to America. It was about 35, 40 of these women, these bitches, right? These Republican bitches, these reasonable, responsible Republican bitches. I think if I say it like that, it'll be a lot better. These reasonable, responsible, lovely Republican bitches, we're on stage and saying, we're not going to take this anti-woke shit anymore. So this is going to be entertaining. So we're just going to go through that. Then we're going to wrap this part up and then work on round three here. Once I'm able to go back to my playlist. What the? All right, let's get it. Look, this is her. She got like 30 bitches with her. Watch. Well, you can't watch it, but you can hear all the footsteps. It's like 35 of these bitches on stage. Listen. We got a whole crew. She got a whole crew. You heard her? You heard her? You heard that, right? <laughs> we got a whole crew. This bitch got 35 hoes with her. What the? What the? 
Good afternoon, and thank you all for joining us. It's great to stand up here with some of the most influential and amazing women from across our state. We are all here to say, frankly, that we've had. And by the way, I think this is in Arkansas. Enough trying to erase women and girls, enough denying our biological differences for men, and enough of the Go craziness that is taking over our country. Go ahead. I've had the honor of being both the first woman and the first mother to serve as the governor of Arkansas. Before that, I was the first mother and the only the third woman to serve as the White House press secretary. Because of that, I came into this role with a few pretty unique experiences. Among them is giving birth to three amazing kids. That experience underscored to me that a woman's perspective is important and fundamentally different from a man's. Nowadays, though, only conservatives seem to be making that point. On the left, women have taken a back seat to political correctness. That's why Senator Irving and Representative Barker had to pass the Fairness in Women's Sports Act to defend our girls across the state. They're using nonsense words to erase women and girls, and more importantly, to erase our voices and our experiences. Today, we're taking a stand against woke nonsense. What frankly started as a fad among a few grad students has seeped down into corporations, the healthcare industry, and increasingly state government. It's demeaning to women and it needs to stop. In a moment, I'll sign an executive order banning a number of all sorts of ridiculous words from state government documents. Those include words like pregnant people, laboring person, birth giver, and several other nonsense terms that have cropped up in recent years. Some on the left will accuse us of being nitpicky, that Arkansas should just lay down and accept the cultural revolution without complaint. I say it's the exact opposite. It's the left that decided that woman is a dirty word. It's the left that decided we needed to toss out basic biology and basic grammar along with it. I think they're just mad that conservatives are starting to fight back and they better get ready because we're just getting started. Thank you for being here and thank you to the amazing women that are standing up here with me. I'll sign this executive order. We'll hear a few words from Dr. Chandler and I'll be happy to take a few questions. Thank you. Good afternoon. I'm Dr. Kay Chandler. I'm pleased to be Arkansas Surgeon General, and I'm a practicing obstetrician gynecologist here in Little Rock. I've been serving women of all ages since 1997, but the governor's executive order doesn't require a medical degree to understand. It's just common sense. As I was taught in medical school, and actually have known since I was five years old when I happened to be looking through my mother's nursing school textbooks and ran into some embryology textbooks, Women give birth. Today, that has somehow become controversial, but it shouldn't be. Governor Sanders' executive order is smart on a number of counts. It stands up to those who try to erase women in the name of political correctness. In this administration, I know our governor won't let political correctness get in the way of science. Thank mm. you. Cook, cook up. I had to take a piss, dude. I'm black. I'm black. I didn't want to pause it. I didn't want to play any more music because we're already 30 minutes in. I'm pretty sure she said something reasonable. 
because she's a Republican. I hate to be biased like that, but whatever. If there are any questions, I'll be happy to take a couple. Are Well, there's always an urgency to doing the right thing. Look, I, I wish that we didn't have to write and have executive orders like this, but because of the growing trend uh, that continues to seep into all areas of our life, we feel like it's important. We have seen specific instances that have happened in state government and been reported in other places in state government. And so at no time will I apologize for defending women and standing up for the differences between men and women. Does it matter if there's one? Is that not enough? How many times should a woman have to be insulted before we stand up and say, we've had it? Like, it shouldn't even take one time. Uh, but one instance to me is enough for us to stand up for women and say that we can do better, and we will. I mean, I'm not keeping a running tally, but I have seen one specific instance, and we've had a, set, a number of other instances that have been reported to our office, uh, specifically at the health department. As I just said, we've seen uh, specific instances at the health department and several others that have been reported. It's, it's not that they're offensive, it's that they are scientifically wrong. And that's a different thing. There's something different about whether your feelings got hurt versus something that is just factually incorrect. I think it is insulting to women to define them as something other than what they are and to take away experiences that are so specific to them that cannot be uh, created just by saying uh, them into existence. Because there's a difference between what is right and what is wrong, what is factual and what is not. It's not just political correctness. It's literally the difference of what is accurate and what isn't. Which actually, I think, underscores the exact point. Because we have a federal government that is taking those kind of actions, it is imperative for states to step up and actually defend women. It's, you know, I feel like there's a question of why now? Because we have examples where the craziness is seeping into our state and our communities. This would be specific to state government documents that we have the ability to monitor through an executive order. I, I can't imagine why anybody would need to have incorrect information in a specific government form, but um, we could cross that bridge when we get there if needed. All right. Thank you so much. I'm going to sign the executive order now.
so <coughs> the women are, should I say, a woman, but then again, there is about <coughs> in the video, I seen the video. Or really the first five seconds of the video where her and 30-something women are walking on stage. Um, are not putting up with the woke agenda. All right. The woke agenda will not be tolerated in Arkansas. Okay. And uh, they're standing up. And they're pretty much going. <coughs> We're not going to take it. Okay. And because of that, they got a sign in order to prevent the woke agenda from seeping in to the more conservative red states, Republican areas. To be honest, I'm jealous. I think there should be a program <coughs> that allows, like, if somebody is like a Republican, right? Or if you vote Republican, right? You vote Republican, but you live mostly in a Democratic state. So you already know outside of whatever people look at when they when they say um, they're a liberal or a conservative, you are a Republican voter in a Democratic state. But you don't have any crime. You know what I mean? You're not involved in any shenanigans. You just want to live amongst people you agree with. I think there should be some type of program, secret program, almost like witness protection, where it's like, yeah, I just don't want to be around liberals anymore. Okay. Do you vote Republican? Yes, I vote Republican. Okay. Um, do you do you mind where you go? As long as it's not near the mountains. All right. <coughs> I'm black. I won't survive near the mountains. Maybe my Native American ancestry can kick in. Maybe the ancestors and the spirits of the past can 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 guide me in those places. But I would rather be in an urbanized, suburban environment. Okay, sign this, sign that. All right, good. And that's it. You don't got to deal with liberals anymore. Now I can now I can be around a bunch of gun-toting hillbillies. Not even hillbill, but yeah, pretty much. Be around gun-toting rednecks, hillbillies, conservatives. Old school white traditional people. They see me, oh, that's just a black. He ain't he ain't he ain't doing nothing. And it ain't the way that people think it is. Oh, that's a black, we gotta hang him. Like, no. Because honestly, those are the people who are affected. And you know what? I always wanted to bring this up. It's usually the whites. The what? The whites. It's usually the white folks that are affected by racism the most in the South. Because a lot of them don't have um, slave owners in their family. And a lot of them don't have racist people in their family. But they have to be reminded by blacks who are reminded that there was racism. 
in that particular area. And every white man is responsible for a black person in chains in 1800s. It's it's illogical. It doesn't make sense. But the people go by it. The blacks. And um, I think it's stupid. But yeah, no more wokeism in Arkansas, says Huckabee. <clears throat> and with that being said, we're getting ready to jump into this last portion here. I've been talking a lot. Um, I want to see how much I can get through within this last part. 14 minutes? All right, not bad. So... 40 minutes right now, end of round two, final round, round three. Well, not really the final round, but the final round of the episode. Definitely have some things planned on later on tonight, more so literal nightfall, 6.30, 7.30 p.m., maybe a nighttime operation as well. We'll see. Um, the nighttime operations, by the way, for those that who are... Who wants to know the difference? Um, with the with the night operations, there is no format. There is no forty minute segment. I will most likely talk for an hour thirty to an hour forty five minutes about whatever's on my mind. <clears throat> Luckily, there's a lot of shit currently going on, so I can talk about a lot, go through a lot. But until the next segment, stay tuned. Being back with the final segment of this episode. All right. Part three had got cut loose three minutes and 25 seconds for whatever goddamn reason that this phone has to do so. Let me take this fucking phone off this charger. It's the first thing I'm going to do. And we are back. Third and final segment. Jumping right in. Um... We got the people in Palestine. They're not really too happy with uh, CNN for whatever reason. Let's find out why. Boy, Benny, it's nice to see people suffer the consequences of their own actions. Oh, my God, what's that chasing me? It's the consequences of my own actions. When CNN lies to you about George Floyd and lies to you about Russiagate and lies to you about Kyle Rittenhouse and lies to you about the 2016 and 2020 elections, when CNN lies to you for a living in order to push an agenda, you're going to start eroding the trust And now, of course, we've seen that in the numbers. Check this out. Mass confidence in U.S. matches 2016 record low. 32% of Americans have a great deal or a fair amount of trust in the media. New highs of 39% have no confidence. So more people have no confidence in media than people having confidence at all. Great deal. Not very much. So you add these together and you have 70 percent of people saying they have no confidence in mass media. Well, mass media, you mean uh, mainstream media? Is that what you mean by mass media? Let's just let's not uh, let's not cut the corners here. But mainstream media is most media. And the uh, public eye, if you will. 
So CNN, <clears throat> Fox. Yes, that's right. I'm mentioning Fox, CBS, MSNBC, NBC News. Um, they're all included in that. Yeah, the people don't trust that. Doesn't mean they won't watch it. They'll watch it, see what's on, see what's going on in the world. Will they take everything that they say as like the best thing since sliced bread as something that's even resourceful? Probably not. I would imagine most Americans watching news the way that people used to watch Saturday Night Live. You know something funny is going to come up. It's something entertainment at the cost of the network, but you know it's entertaining. You know, CNN with the fear porn, with the cough-cough lockdown situation was just an example. The misinformation... They actually lied to the American people, CBS News, by um, using a hospital in Italy and saying that it was a hospital in New York. And then they showed someone was smart enough to go, hey, this is from newspaper in Italy. It shows the article and it's the same it's the same hospital that is pictured in the New York City hospital. That was already strike number one. That was back in 2020. Okay, so we know that they were playing dirty from the beginning. The cough, cough lockdown was just a way for them to go after Trump, say that Trump was irresponsible. And then Trump kind of put himself in a hole a bit by saying the whole China virus shit. So then on top of that, he's called a racist again. So now you, you just have a whole bunch of nonsense that was taking place. But everybody blindly followed the left. And blindly followed mainstream media at one time, COVID-19. Now, I don't know if I'm supposed to say that or not, but I just said it. Or I say CV19, but we all know what the fuck I'm talking about. People with a fucking brain, that is. Not many of us, unfortunately. Uh, So we knew that these people could, if they wanted to, get us believe something else that's entirely different. Just to get us away from the truth that is pretty much being exposed now. And this is going to get spicy. Fool me once, fool me twice, fool me three times. Shame on everyone. We're just going to stop watching. Fool me three times. That's actually what's happening. Younger adults now trust information on social media as much as they get from national news outlets. Namaste. Thank you so much. It's good to know that this is not a phenomenon that happens just here in the United States. In the Middle East, you are seeing CNN on live streams with Palestinians uh, or inside of Arab communities, predominantly Arab communities, getting absolutely ripped to shreds for their biased and for their misinformation reporting. It's good to know that this is a global, not just a domestic phenomenon. Check this out. This is kind of where the clashes you see that people are very angry they do not like all right, all right, the I way wanna, in which let me just that, that cnn right. has been reporting the story you hear that but and by the way you guys know that i clipped that right i clipped that and which is probably why the recording stopped out of nowhere, but here we go. Wait, Bitch. Hold up. Here's another one. Here it is. 
You know, just in case, this is for all the leftoids out there. Maybe some of you old uh, Don Lemon fans. Alright. Cooning. Cooning. Fuck y'all niggas. Alright. They was out there disrespecting and <laughs> right in front of him. <laughs> and a news reporter had to stop it. Like, yeah, yeah, stop, stop, stop it, stop it. They're exposing us. Stop, stop. This is a rip on. But what you are saying. So, guys, go. Guys, go. If Rob CNN. Well, he says that CNN is complicit in genocide. And he's not the only one. Multiple times now, we've seen these little videos pop up of people ripping CNN on air. I mean, that was on air. Pretty remarkable. Check this out. First of all, I don't hear anything. Like, this is terrible audio. So this is CNN. That's CNN's Clarissa Ward, okay. right? She's the the famous wartime CNN correspondent, right? She goes all everywhere with the, the the battles and the war. And so this is the first time I've ever seen her getting confronted by someone who I believe to be, according to the tweet, that this is from an Egyptian somebody from in Egypt that is wanting to speak. With her. I understand you have your foreign policy. No, I heard you. I heard you. Well, boom. That's where the clip ends, but dude, getting dressed down. Clarissa Ward on, on CNN, on social media. I think that was, uh, I think that's based on how CNN looks at, well, that, that just goes to show you how dysfunctional the left really is. The left that was once considered uh, the tolerant, open to everybody, diversity, equality type of people. When it comes to other cultures, they don't feel that same way. Okay, so... Um, they still feel the same way about terrorism that those on the right feel, but they're selective. So now you got some of these people that are pro-Palestine and they're pro-Hamas. Uh, these are people, these are radical people from the left. These aren't, these aren't um, MAGA right-wing Republicans. These are lunatic, leftoid um Lunacy from the left. Without a doubt. Pure lunacy from the left. It's like these people have actually watched CNN before, especially especially these guys. It's like they've watched CNN before and know what's about to happen. You are genocide supporters. You are not welcome here. Genocide supporters. CNN. 
What does this remind you of? This reminds me of another special CNN moment. Amy is one of multiple locations that have been burning in Kenosha, Wisconsin, over the course Firing of the night. A mostly peaceful protest. Was seen. Okay, this is the clip that I was talking about with CNN. And this was another way of them telling you they're asked out. They don't know what's going on. They're trying to feed you a narrative. You hear the destruction and the, the glass in the background. That was a reporter telling you that everything was mostly peaceful. There's things on fire. I think that was a car window being busted into. Who knows? I can only assume. Not in the back seven times by a police officer. And what you are seeing now, these images came and come in stark contrast to what we saw over the course of the daytime hours in Kenosha and into the early evening, which were largely peaceful demonstrations in the face. Shut up, man. <laughs> I get like these guys largely peaceful. This is in contrast with the peaceful protest. The city's on fire behind you, yep. dude. Kyle Rittenhouse is about to have to fight for his life <laughs> against against cr like hardened criminals that you have weaponized. The CNN has weaponized. Now, of course, the parallels here. I'm not saying they're one to one. Kenosha, Wisconsin, and Gaza and the West Bank, Ramallah was where that video was taken. I'm not saying they're one to one, but I'm saying that the truism. That CNN has lost the confidence to tell true stories that shows you everything that you need to see. Just read the Chirons. Fiery, but mostly peaceful. Somebody wrote that, and it got approved to be put on screen. As the city is burning behind you, as people's lives are being destroyed, CNN is pushing an agenda. Now, these happen to be American lives, but who cares? CNN doesn't care. CNN cares less, actually, I would argue. So it's nice to see some type of universality here that everyone can call CNN on their bullshit. It's beautiful. And, and even the Israeli military doesn't seem to like CNN that much. We brought you this clip earlier of a CNN reporter getting absolutely blasted in the face by an Israeli tank. What you're seeing right now is CNN's Aaron Burnett, who is standing by, actually, I believe, quite near Egypt and Gaza inside Israel on the border there. Aaron. Give us a sense where you are and what you're seeing. All right, John, I'll tell you what you're seeing uh, right now. We're actually right near a staging area, a tank battalion that actually went in on Saturday morning uh, right along that Gaza border after the Hamas tank attack. Tank. Uh, some of those tanks actually are going to be driving by right now. I'm going to probably get covered in this, so just bear with me. It's going to be really loud. You know, you could just move. So, okay. Such fraudulence. Uh, Johnny Kate, you could just move. Out. So I don't know how long you're going to want to take this, but I'll tell you what we saw. This tank battalion had been in there. Look, the cops, now she's the tanks. There's another one's going to come here. All these guys are basically restaging uh, and getting ready to go in. And we have seen today uh, along the border. Now she's walking. A much, uh, I would say, higher state of readiness than we've observed over the past few days. I'm going to move back from this one just a little bit. <laughs> okay. All right. 
I mean, it gives you a sense for the terrain here. And John and Kate, I'll tell you right now, we're a few miles from the Gaza border. We've been all the way up and along this border watching the state of readiness that you obviously can see right here. We're also about <laughs> 10 or so miles from the Egyptian border uh, down here. So we've been all the way up and down that Gaza border and seen the readiness today. Sort of a mix of, uh, obviously, full troops like you see in this tank battalion, also reservists coming in who are getting ready to go in. And I would say a higher state of readiness even at checkpoints, John and Kate, well, helmets on. You could have just moved away from the road. You did it because you're fake news. And you're fake news, and we've called you out. You lied about Rittenhouse. You lied about 2016. You lied about Russiagate. You lied about Mueller. You lied about Trump impeachment. You fetishize clickbait, and you mislead and distort reality in order to fit an agenda because you are little complacent minions and orcs for your agenda. <laughs> you are not journalists. You are not reporters. You do not have a scintilla of authenticity, reality, or connection to reality. <laughs> you simply do what your paymasters tell you to do. You're Muppets, and you're a disgrace. I'm glad you got screamed at. I'm glad you got yelled at. Eliminate it. Because, quite frankly, it, it's uh, it, the tide has turned. This is why governments are so desperate to censor X and Elon Musk and us because they know that inside of a free and open internet that people will be able to find the truth. They'd be able to. Speaking of Elon Musk, the next video that we have here, which this is already, what, 10 seconds away from finishing anyway. The next video that we have that we're going to go through briefly quickly is a video about Elon Musk um, allegedly exposing the government. How this happened, I don't know. But that's what the video is called. So let's get into it. A total failure of government. And yet consider that it's the government, meanwhile, that wants to restrict our ability to access information, our ability to connect with one another, our ability to seek out the truth. In the case of Chloe Cole, in the case of these transgender youths, you go online, every study you read is, oh, it's going to be great. They don't tell you about any of the downside, why it's, that's why it's important we hear from her. They don't tell you that. They hide that. A recent study out by Northwestern University is practically buried. If you do Northwestern University and transgenders as search terms, you will only get studies that tell you it's great. Children are so much better off. <laughs> Turns out, however, there was another study that was most recently done that said exactly the opposite. Good luck finding it. I found it on Daily Wire. But that's part of the problem here. And this problem may be a whole lot worse than you've ever dreamed of. Because in a bombshell interview on Fox News, Elon Musk, the new CEO of Twitter, who bought it for nearly $50 billion, told Tucker Carlson that the government was right in there reading people's private messages on Twitter. Take a listen. The degree to which uh, various government agencies had effectively had full access to everything that was going on on Twitter uh, blew my mind. Um, I was not aware of that. Would that include people's DMs? Uh, yes. So remember that. Be careful. The government's watching. I mean, this is Big Brother on steroids. I hope Elon Musk can get this under control. I hope that social media can become a really fair place where freedom of speech are first. 
I doubt it. I doubt it. And I'll tell you why. As as long as there's weak-minded, pathetic nobodies who are easily offended by everything, then anything that someone finds offensive will be censored. And if it's majority rules and it just so happens that the country's full of leftoids and lunatics and uh, psychopaths, then guess what? You're going to have the selective censorship. You're going to have selective censorship where, you know, Biden can say things like, well, you know, anti-trans speech and all these things are hate speech and they can make these things a crime. But, you know, the women, on the other hand, well, you know, they got free range to say whatever they want. You know, that's without a doubt. You know, they can say whatever they want, whenever they want. There's really no consequence. Um, Depending on if you're a woman to say something like... um, In terms of, like, free speech, a woman can go on social media and say, men are trash. And men are trash because of X, Y, and Z. Society goes, okay, that's fine. If a man says women are anything but children of God, his shit is getting censored. They're taking his shit. They're they're taking his channel. Anything that he's saying is used against him. Women, free range. They can legitimately say whatever the fuck they want. Do whatever the fuck they want. No problems. No consequences. Amendment is honored and tolerated, but I have my doubts. I just look at how they've attacked Elon nonstop. He is persona non grata. You have Matt Taibbi, who got access, don't forget, the journalist. By the way, he was always liberal, historically liberal. The liberal journalist who got access to the Twitter files. He had the IRS showing up on his doorstep the day he was set to testify before Congress. Yikes. What's going on? Meanwhile, Lena Khan over at the Federal Trade Commission, the FTC, has launched an investigation into Twitter and wants to know every single journalist that got access to those Twitter files and to those government emails. Apparently it was one big party. Matt Taibbi says it this way. He said that the Treasury was in there. (laughs) The uh, State Department was in there. Health and Human Services was in there. The CDC was in there. Like it was everyone in there. Bring me everyone. Bring me everyone. Everyone! Trying to manipulate and control the message. That's a scary thought because this is one slippery slope. And increasingly we seem as though we are no better than China. And at a time when common sense would say, you know what, you were born a boy, you were born a girl, therefore you are a boy or a girl, and no, a man can't get pregnant. Common sense would say that. You have an entire internet community and a deep state, effectively, because I don't know what else you would call this stuff, trying to convince you otherwise. It's almost like they're gaslighting us in a way. No, no, you you have to use the term they or she, even though she is a he. Give me a break. And you know what? This stuff comes with consequences. It comes with consequences 
because kids are affected. They're online. Amazingly, you can be online at six or seven or eight or four. You can't drink until you're 21. You can't drive a car until you're 16. You can't vote till you're 18, but you can be consuming all of this stuff with algorithms that try and convince you you really ought to be what you're not. And you know who pays the price for that? The kids themselves and the society itself. Ron DeSantis, he's made his position clear. Donald Trump has made his position clear. He said, look, if I'm president, we're not going to allow these operations, period. Many people myself included, believe this is a form of child abuse. And yet they're allowed to do these things. They're allowed to do these things to young men and young women. What's it going to take to change it? Maybe it's going to take lawsuits. Hey, everyone, Trish Regan here. If you enjoyed that clip, please do me the favor of subscribing to the channel. Just hit that little subscribe button right over there. Did I do that right? Uh, not quite, but you know where it is. Subscribe to the channel. Hit the bell so that you get the alerts, and I'll see you back on the show. All right. So pretty much the way I see things is this. The same way that people were looking at Elon Musk to do something about Twitter, depending on who you are, he's done enough. To some, he needs to do more. Depending on how you feel about Elon Musk, a lot of people will say, well, he supports white supremacy because he supports people speaking free speech. Whatever the fuck it is, you wanna whatever you want to address it as. I don't think he he him he can be a major influence in them doing something different going a different direction or better yet i mean elon musk has the money to start his own social media platform it's just like uh the information we're hearing about which i'm gonna get into that later on now that i brought it up now that i'm thinking about it and i'm about to bring it up now uh tucker carlson getting the offer to do uh a channel right a network let me say it like that Back in the day, if I said channel, you would know I'm talking about a television channel. But today, you would bring up YouTube. Funny how things work. But he's about to get... Well, he got an offer, I believe, to start his own network. Um, in the same way that Elon... Or in the same way that uh, Tucker Carlson had gotten enough credibility as a journalist to start you know, a network... It's the same way that Elon Musk, in my opinion, has enough resources and has enough credibility to start um, a social media platform. You see what I mean? And can have it based on free speech and the people can't do nothing about it. Have a level of not restrictions, not even guidelines, but, you know, reasonable things. You know, not promoting violence and dumb shit like that, but still have a free range of speech and and things that you can do, things you can say and not have to worry about getting your channel or your accounts, you know, destroyed. It's one way of looking at it, but I don't think he can change what's already going on today. Right. Like what's already going on today, he can't necessarily change that. In the sense of if people don't like what somebody else says, 
that one person can't do nothing, but a hundred people can. They can silence the person overnight um, just by them getting butthurt, triggered and offended over something. They can try to get a man's reputation and livelihood uh, destroyed. And I don't think anybody, any person should go through that, regardless of what they said. That's just my personal opinion. Other people, they stay on the opposite end where these people should be silenced and these people should be taken care of. But they're selective about who they do that to. Because if someone on their side said something offensive about the opposition, they would just laugh alongside of it. They wouldn't question them and what they say because they're aligned to them. But I, on the other hand, who oppose these people, can point out the hypocrisies. And then make the left look foolish, as they always do. But it doesn't take much to make these people look foolish. They, they tend to uh, make fools of themselves. Um, but yeah, we're going to end this thing off. A political discussion. We might continue the politic a little bit later on. Especially with the Tucker Carlson. Actually, I'm going to do that now. So let me see something. Before I actually end this uh, episode. I would like to save this as an idea. Because if I don't save this. In about five or six hours when I plan on recording again, I'm going to forget. Tucker Carlson. Uh, wait. Tucker Carlson Network Discussion. And I believe that... I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Doc Rich talks about that and Benny Johnson talks about it. I might grab both videos just to make that something worth talking about. If I can find um, Tucker Carlson himself talking about it, I may just go over it myself. So I might just do that. But that's just a plan. It's actually 125 right now. So this is a full episode well, not a full, full episode. This is under two hours, so I can at least say that. Um, yeah, I think that's the plan later on. You know, possibly another nighttime, um, another nighttime discussion when the time is right. Uh, a nighttime operation, possibly late night. I'm not sure yet. I do want to enjoy the rest of this fucking day, which is the reason why I started recording late. Because technically I didn't upload what I did last night until this morning anyway. So there's that. And with this episode, I'm going to have this uploaded within the next 30 minutes, maybe an hour. Just to keep things consistent for the time being. But anyway, as I always say, in the meantime, and in between time, and until next time, Jersey Judah with another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Signing out. Peace.